Welcome to Bramasol's Insights to Action podcast library of topics covering regulatory compliance, reporting, disclosures, financial management, and financial transformation technologies. Bramasol is the leader in SAP-based finance solutions and the co-innovator with SAP on developing and deploying purpose-built compliance capabilities. Learn more about Bramasol at www.bramasol.com. Uh, hello, this is Jim Hunt for Bramasol's Insights to Action podcast series. Today, we're really lucky to have uh, Pete Graham back with us. Pete is Director of Finance Solutions and Mobility at SAP. And we're going to talk today about uh, anything as a service business models and especially the key roles that S4HANA, BRAM, and RAR play. Pete, it's great to have you back. Thanks, Jim. Glad to be here. Why don't we just uh, jump right in, if you can provide a brief overview of everything or anything as a service and how it's evolving. Sure. We've talked before about um, the digital solutions economy, uh, which is really the next evolution of the subscription economy. And this subscription economy can be explained a little more fully with the following use cases, right? The subscriptions, whether recurring or regular, um, in terms of payments, um, they could be in return for access or to a resource, perhaps a good or service or privilege to to some upgrade. Um, if you're watching, you know, video service, they can also be anything as a service, which um, a lot of times is only pay for what you use. Uh, we've also seen entitlements dynamic pricing models, outcome-based models, usage and consumption-based models, especially in the utility industry, but that's now more prevalent in, in all kinds of um, industries, especially IT, tech, and, and media, and, and revenue-sharing models. Um, so we're seeing all these use cases amplified by the economic stresses of the pandemic, um, but and especially with, with the need um, to adapt to these business you know, these rapid business climate changes are really the shocks. Now we have inflation, um, you know, but, you know, the all of this has been brought on by a lot of strong e-commerce growth, you know, from the COVID-19 pandemic. So um, in response, of course, business is always evolving. And, you know, in response to these business challenges, many customers are reporting implementing or the desire to implement new business models, such as offering their products as services or a subscription. Um, and so today that's what we want to focus on. So we've seen a lot of things in the digital solutions economy, but uh, but um, apparently, and based on our customer feedback, this anything as a service uh, business model, or sometimes called everything a service, um, that's the one that's, you know, come to the forefront. So, um, you know, interesting history, this technology, um, you know, or the anything as a service evolved about a decade ago from the technology space. Um, and these anything as a service business models have been talked about since that time, um, you know, especially in IT, right? Whether it's software as a service or platform as a service. But now, the you know, the most common ones that I've heard of from customers, really in all industries, is this anything as a service. And so perhaps, you know, maybe it's helpful for the audience to have a use case, and that's probably the smartphone, right? Which everyone is familiar with. You have a phone, which is the device. It has a recurring service charge for data usage um, and even the devices it's for itself which is kind of pay as you go or you know a lot of um, 
telcos now, you know, you can buy the phone and, and bring it or you can have them, you know, pay for the, the hardware as you go. So all this can be on, can be combined into a single monthly service fee. And, you know, a lot of customers like that. So we're seeing this anything as a service now with many different products and, and services across different industries. You know, I've seen car subscription services. Obviously, you've got cloud storage services, you know, upload your photos to the cloud. Um, delivery as a service like Grubhub and gaming as a service as you know many of my kids like they like the you know online gaming right so um, and I think the benefits for these anything as a service models quite interesting and and they're they're kind of simple in the sense that you know it's so quick to get access to this product of service if it's it's consumed this way and so that helps the consumability of the service, right? It's very easy and flexible and it spreads some of the cost up front out over time. So it makes it more affordable. Uh, thanks, Pete. That's a great overview. Um, you mentioned the car subscription services. I noticed that a lot of the car manufacturers now are reporting that as a significant revenue stream. They've realized that selling a car once is the old model, but charging for the subscription services uh, along ongoing is the new model. Yeah, and I think that will continue to evolve, right? So yeah, yeah, exactly. So let's jump into what are the key challenges companies face with uh, anything as a service? I think it's a really good question. I mean, if you're if you're a company that's not in the technology space, this might seem daunting. Um, so you are going to face several challenges. First, you need to have um, both the operational and financial capabilities to launch a new business model for which anything of a service is the most popular right these days. So capabilities like issuing orders to billing and invoicing to managing and tracking the fulfillment of those orders to managing potential usage related to those orders. And then you have the kind of the, the follow up or in parallel items of calculating the financials and revenue recognition and, and analytics. So um, that's kind of like the table stakes or the bread and butter, but then you have to keep up with those new business models in real time, um, be able to track their progress in real time and handle customer service in real time, right? All these things, you know, are evolving very quickly and customers expect them to have kind of real time updates to their to the service. Uh, great. Um, so let's drill down a little uh, deeper and what's needed to uh, have success with anything as a service. Sure. So when introducing a new business model, I think companies need to have both the operational and financial capabilities to both launch and track the anything as a service. So um, let's maybe it's helpful to walk through an example of introducing a new business model. And in this case, let's assume that it's a hardware device with usage as a service. So you know, many companies have um, devices that they sell or products that they sell. Um, so this would have the following elements where you have the device and then you have a subscription. Um, and that's a subscription could be for the pieces or a lot of times it's all assembled into one bill every month. So there's a little flexibility there depending on the, ex the exact company and their needs. So again, you have the device, the subscription, and then we'll add activation potentially for a potential device, then the usage from the device. And of course, then you have the elements of managing it, right? Whether it's um, the revenue accounting and financials and analytics, as well as the operations. Um, so if you look at then the process steps across these elements, 
you'd have things like the initial order, then you'd have maybe a first billing, and maybe there's a, a first month activation fee, then there would be hardware fulfillment and hardware billing, then usage, and then you'd have a second billing that you know potentially would keep recurring right as you're using that device. So um, from a practical perspective, these companies need a way to operationalize these new business models, right? Being able to quickly provide the elements we talked about, like orders, billing and invoicing and fulfillment to their end customers. And then once that operational box is checked, the companies then need to focus and have the financial insights and the transparency to then manage the progress and success of these business models in a real-time basis, um, you know, day to day. Yeah, and as we've talked about before in other sessions, um, all of the things you just described operationally, they need to happen essentially behind the scenes where you give a, a, a more simplified and easy to navigate version to the uh, customer themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Pretty tall order. So uh, yes, it is. Uh, let's talk a little bit about how the uh, SAP ecosystem helps solve that tall order and implement anything as a service holistically. Sure, the holistic solution from SAP that addresses anything as service is um, SAP S for HANA. Um, so SAP S for HANA is the intelligent ERP that powers, you know, your modern finance and risk platform, and it can accelerate finance into the digital age by providing the the agility the analytics uh, the assurance and the automation so with s for hana finance you're free to grow and adapt and innovate as you see fit including these new business models so you gain an exhaustive view of your business whenever you need to take a decision you have it and you have the power to act instantly and immediately on the insights that you can glean um, so you know a benefit a benefit of your finance application in SAP S4HANA um, is to access the same repository, which is we call uh, the Universal Journal. So this is your single source of truth, uh, and it uniquely combines the transactional and analytical data in one in-memory computing system. So you can accelerate your decisions based on real-time data-driven insights at the point of action. Um, also, S for HANA allows you to adapt to this new business model challenge by providing the capabilities for quotes, orders, billing and invoicing, fulfillment, automated revenue management, reporting and analytics all in one place, and it's all interoperable. Um, SAP S for HANA Intelligent Finance can also help you implement and gain insights into anything as a service business model. So really, this is the you know this is the tool that allows you to have this robust business model adoption, um, including anything as a service and other subscription and consumption-based revenue models that we talked about briefly earlier. Uh, perfect. Uh, let's uh, take a little bit of time and drill down um, both on operationally and then financials and analytics. Let's take operationally first. What, how can SAP help companies address their operational issues uh, kind of specifically? Sure, and I think that's the right way to look at it. You, you kind of break it up into some pieces, and the first piece is operationally you have to be able to to execute on that business model or whatever the request is, right? And typically, you're going to have to manage things like the sales order, the subscription contract, 
the billing, which our, our BRIM module would handle, um, the outbound delivery, um, the goods issue and movement, and even invoicing with some of our SAP customers might look to FICA. So SAP provides the line processes for all these operational streams and drilling a little bit more into billing and revenue innovation management, which is BRIM. Um, this actually had its roots in the utility industry. So, you know, your utility bill, right? You've always, you know, had <laughs> that has been a service for, for a long time. And, um, you know, I, I remember early on in my career, career in IT, people were, were kind of thinking about, you know, when do I get the, you know, utility for computing? Well, that's now here, right? So you now have these um, supporting subscription and consumption-based models for many years on the BRIM side, which is now so much part of today's um, anything as a service business models. Yeah, and some, some of those like utilities and so on and phones you mentioned earlier, the scale of how many bills they send is. Uh, yeah, it's huge. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, so millions. <laughs> yep. Right. So so given that if you've got the operational steps in place, let's take a look at specifically how um, SAP can help deal with financials and analytics. Sure, so um, the first piece is that SAP as for HANA provides the seamless financials, right? So it has all those parts and they're all built in um, and in including the financials, you know, part of it is also it has a revenue recognition module part of the core. So you can also automate and simplify the key pain points of many financial closes, which is the, the revenue accounting. Um, this revenue recognition or revenue accounting can be de decoupled from the billing or it can be coupled. So that's a really nice flexible part of the SAP S for HANA system that allows for the flexible business models, right? It's up to the customer to, to choose which way they want to implement it and S for HANA can support it. Um, SAP S for HANA also can support multiple accounting principles for revenue recognition if you need it. And we do have customers operating around the world that need that. Um, additionally, the RevRec is calculated on the fly. It's in parallel while the operational um, processes, the orders, the billing fulfillment are being executed. So, um, you know, it's, it's kind of a, a nice, it's almost having your cake and eating too in that you're, you're handling the operational side and then all along in parallel in the background, you know, all of the financials, revenue recognition, uh, embedded analytics, right, are providing that immediate intelligent insights um, into the key financial information and financial metrics um, that are built right into the Universal Journal. And those are all made available to the business and the finance folks so they can better manage you know, their operations. So there's none of that uh, standalone RevRec software or offline spreadsheets or anything like that where you have to you know, massage the data and integrate it. Yeah, you don't. It's all it's all integrated. It's all interoperable, right? And um, yeah, you you can toss toss those spreadsheets away. That's great. I bet a lot of people just cheered when they heard you say that. Um, <laughs> so, what should companies be doing now to get ready for uh, anything as a service? Yeah, I mean, I I think. Um, you know, if if you don't already have a service like this, anything as a service or subscription service at your company, you probably will very soon. I, I think, you know, this has become just a wave that, um, you know, it's, it's, you know, just you're seeing it everywhere. Um, so I would probably take a step back and really take an op 
you know, inventory of your operational and financial and analytic systems, right? You know, are they flexible enough to handle these new business models? Are they decoupled, for instance, between the billing and the rev rec capabilities? Um, is the order to cast cycle fully interoperable or do you have to, you know, build some links? Um, then you need to look at the capabilities of kind of the real time and how much data can this consume? Because, you know, we talked about the utility example, millions. I mean, imagine some of the companies out there with, with digital operations, right? And you think of Internet of Things and things like that, and the, the, the data is going to be, you know, probably billions soon, right? So you need to be able to consume large amounts of data inbound or outbound and without running batches, right? So if you're you're running a batch system, it's going to make adopting these new business models much more difficult from the operational financial side. Um, additionally, are these insights from the financial side and analytics, are they immediate? Are they connected, interoperable again, or do you need to have batch processes run to connect these things? Um, so all those things um, you need to take into account. Um, and the, the good news here is, you know, this is not, you know, doing this inventory assessment is not insurmountable. This is something that, you know, partner like Bramasol that's skilled in this area can can help customers with. Great. But before we jump to a summary, I just wanted to uh, expand on something you said when you talked about uh, the Internet of Things. Um, yep. mm -hmm. I, I use a mirror um, and it collects all this data on when I do exercise sessions or meditation sessions. And I mean, that's people oh, okay. I didn't know you did that. OK, yeah. yeah, yeah. People don't really think about the devices they use. I guess Peloton, let's not get into their current. That's another one or that's iFit. I have an iFit. Yeah, okay. yeah, there, there's just a ton of data being generated by those devices and the users may not think about it, but the providers have to deal with them. Yeah, they have to consume it, sort through it, then, you know, as my kids say, play, apply AI to it. And <laughs> you know, <laughs> your kids sound brilliant. <laughs> yeah, yes. um, so, so uh, th thank you for all that. In, in summary, are, are there any words of wisdom or a wrap up that you'd like to add? Yeah, I mean, I, I think probably the simplest thing is just to quickly, you know, list the benefits of S SAPS for HANA Intelligent Finance when you're trying to tackle these new business models. So we, we've we seen it that, you know, it really has the capabilities to help companies enable robust business model adoption. Um, the system is flexible. You can be decoupled or coupled between the operational sales, billing and revenue recognition. You, you're real time in nature, right? You've got optimized processing and operations for revenue management and other financial information, whether it's inbound or outbound. And you have embedded analytics, so you're you're able to get and offer you know key financial insights immediately. That's a great wrap up. Uh, thank you, Pete. You really packed a lot into 20 minutes, and I know the uh, uh, listeners will really appreciate it. I know I learned a lot. Thank you again. No problem, Jim. Thanks. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Bramasol's Insights to Action podcast series. We hope that you found it helpful. To ensure that you never miss a future episode, you can subscribe to Bramasol at iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about Bramasol and detail on our solutions for compliance optimization and financial transformation, 
please visit www.bramasol.com or email us at info at